Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And we will get you some help if you have an ailing vehicle at uh, your house or place of business, whatever the case may be, and you need to bring it in for some service at your favorite dealer or shop. Dan Burns, who is an ASC certified technician, at Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul with us again today. Hi, Dan. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Good morning, Denny. You have a good week uh, and a busy one. Uh, you, you guys are always busy, I think, there, aren't you? <laughs> well, that's a good thing, isn't it, Denny? If you we weren't busy, it would be a whole, di- a whole different problem. But I'd, <laughs> right. I'd way rather have the problem that uh, we're busy trying to get everything done in a day. And uh, that's the, certainly the way it was this week. There was, there was a lot going on, but we got through them all. And uh, here we are successfully on Saturday morning again. And uh, anything stand out that, that people are, you know, maybe getting things ready for fall and winter? What, 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 what kind of service issues were people bringing their vehicles in for? Well, we have, of course, switched our, you know, the, the seasonal special over to fall. And we're starting to get cars uh, ready for fall, although it doesn't feel like it outside, does it? It, uh, it feels like... Uh, like summer yet, but yes. uh, but it'll it'll turn here uh, one of these days, and people will start thinking about fall and start putting their snow tires on and so forth because winter's going to come for sure. Uh, you know, one thing that maybe we should talk about, Denny. I, I just yeah. heard on the radio. Uh, you know, uh, last hour there, California's trying to talk about switching their you know all of their vehicles over to electric yes. and uh, and not sell internal combustion engines anymore and while i don't want to get into the politics of all that uh it's interesting because people of course say to me uh are you guys going to be able to service electric vehicles and are you starting to think about electric vehicles and and are you starting to see them and the answer to all that is yes we are starting to see them uh we are starting to train on them and get to know them and people wonder, is that going to be scary? And the answer for us is, no, not at all. It's, uh, you know, today uh, cars are all computer controlled and the computer's in charge and we have access to the computer and and understand it and, you know, understand the, the workings of that and the electric car will be no different. Today there's a hybrid car already. And we certainly work on lots and lots of those. And so, you know, from from a repair standpoint, there will be no change. It'll be just fine. And uh, and we'll know all about it. And we'll be good at them. And so uh, if you're interested in an electric car, there's no reason, you know, to be afraid of them uh, because the technology is, is just fine. 
and getting better all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I tell you what, before I, I want to invite our listeners to join in on the conversation. With this reminder, Dan's going to be with us only till about 745. So if you have any kind of uh, car care question for Dan, by all means, call it in or text it in. Uh, and don't wait, 651-989-9226. That's the text number. It's also the uh, phone number if you want to chat to, with uh, with Dan. And before, we're getting uh, some uh, some callers and texters as we speak, Dan, but I wanted to mention I was talking to somebody yesterday that it, so it seems somebody caught on their video another scofflaw stealing a catalytic converter. That is still going on, evidently. That's really annoying. <laughs> yeah. We've we've done dozens of them, sadly. Uh, Toyota Prius, I forget what years, but it's the, you know, the early 2000s uh, Priuses are apparently a, uh, a candidate or the best candidate uh, for that because they're, for some reason, their converters are very uh, valuable. Uh, as junk, as as uh, you know, for the uh, recycling of the metals in them, and so yes, we've done lots of them, and that's sad. And I just wish that that uh, it would be it would be very easy to just stop down or shut the supply chain down if if scrapyards weren't able to purchase these without some yeah. sort of identification that would put an end to it. But so far, that has not happened, and I and I just wish that would happen. That that there be some more accountability because uh, it would be just that easy. If there's nowhere to sell them, there's no reason to steal them. What's amazing is they can the, the, the thieves can do it so quickly. That's what Well, you know, they, they jack the car up. <clears throat> they, they jack the car up. They get under there with a battery-operated Sawzall, and they just cut it right off. And, uh, you know, of course, sadly, again, in the process, they – cut wiring the wiring harnesses and they they uh, ruin the sensors and you know it's makes it a very expensive repair uh for whatever it is they're getting for the converters uh but it, it yeah i just wish that that would stop that's uh but it and and just a warning to people you know have have if if you're worried about your catalytic converter the most popular ones now have these kits that you can buy that will protect them. You can you can install mm. a guard around the converter so that it makes it just too difficult to cut them off, and and that seems to be making a difference. Wow, unbelievable! All right, uh, let's get our listeners involved. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six is the phone number. Any kind of a car care question for Dan, uh, bring it on to us here at CCO. First one uh, coming in here, text Dan, is switching. It doesn't say what uh, model car, kind of car, but it's a 2007, 50,000 miles on it. Should I be concerned about changing from conventional to full synthetic on that vehicle? Uh, No, not at all. Motor oil over the years uh, has been a, um, you know, one of the, that's one of the things people have been worried about over the years. You know, if I've been using conventional, can I switch to, to synthetic, is it going to cause the vehicle to leak or any of that? And we've found that not, just generally not to be true. If uh, if uh, motor oil is good, better, best, you know, from conventional to synthetic blend to fully synthetic, and uh, every car, there's no reason not to use the best if uh, if you think the car is worth it. Right, very good. Uh, this texter is looking to buy an older F-150. They, this person has been hearing a lot about a cam phaser issue. 
with that 5.4 liter. What are your thoughts is the texture's question? Well, it's no reason. Uh, it's true. Uh, there's been some experience that, that uh, the cam phasers, which is part of the variable valve timing, <clears throat> it's how they uh, uh, control the valve timing to get the most efficient uh, fuel economy out of the engine and the most efficient power. And uh, they've that's done with hydraulic <clears throat> motor oil pressure. Um, and the uh, they've had a, a few problems with those, but it's not a big deal. I mean, it's not a huge deal. Uh, if there is a problem, it can certainly be fixed. And, and uh, like I say, there's, that's no reason not to buy a vehicle just because uh, that's potentially a problem. Okay, good news. We have to take a quick break, Dan. We're going to be back with more CCO's Car Care Show with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in a moment. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here with Dan Burns, ASC Certified Technician from Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Exactly where on Grand Avenue, Dan? Well, we are at, we are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is between Lexington and Victoria in St. Paul. Uh, you can find us on the web, Denny, at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Or give us a call. We'll be here this morning, actually, at 651-228-1316. Very good. We'll get you that info before Dan leaves us. He's going to be with us till just about 745. So call in your question or text it in, and we've got a bunch of those already, Dan. Let's get back to the phones. Uh, Blaine is calling in from Foley, I believe, this morning. Thanks, Blaine. What's your question for Dan? Good morning. morning. My wife brought in her 2015 Toyota Sienna for an oil change and they recommended that she get her spark plugs changed and the bill was $600. I told her not to do that but then I called around and they range in price from $400 to $700 to replace spark plugs and I'm wondering why. Well, it's a, it's a complicated process to, excuse me, it's a complicated process to get at the spark plugs and that's why they're, and they're expensive uh, spark plugs. Um, but most of it is that the labor, you know, the, the things that have to be removed, like the intake manifold, uh, to get at the spark plugs is an expensive process, and it just takes that much time uh, to do that. So good news is it, it does not have to be done very often. You know, usually only uh, once, maybe twice in a vehicle's lifetime. I think with a, with a Toyota, it's, uh, they're, they're good for 100,000 miles. Uh, but sadly, it is kind of expensive to replace them uh, in the process. Good news is when you replace them, you're also changing some gaskets and seals along the way. That'll be good for the future uh, to make sure that the car keeps running uh, well. But it's just an ex- it's uh, kind of a big job to do that. Yeah, you mentioned that before in years past. All right, Blaine, thanks for the question. Uh, Mark in St. Louis Park is next, uh, next up here on CCO. Mark, you're on with Dan Burns. I have a vehicle with twin turbos, and I was wondering, are you supposed to blow out the carbon like old carburetors with the turbos? <laughs> you mean like you mean like wind them up and and, and right. big acceleration? Mm-hmm. Well, there's no there's no uh, uh, um, uh, you know protective reason to do that, but it certainly is fun. So yes, you certainly should do that. That's why you bought a twin turbo. But uh, but no, the winding the turbos up like you do, uh, like you used to say, 
with a with a um, carbureted engine, you know, to clean the carbon out. And it's it's really not necessary. The the engines run so efficiently now, and they're computer controlled, and so they they are just uh, not. Uh, they don't run rich like the old carbureted cars used to, and they don't get full of carbon like the old cars used to. And I still question whether winding a vehicle up and, and cranking it down the road the way we used to, thinking we're blowing out the carbon. You know, you'd see a bunch of smoke coming out of the back of the vehicle, but truly what's happening is just oil bypassing, and and, uh, and it probably wasn't very good for the car. But, you know, uh, the vehicle that you have with twin turbos, that's why you bought it for uh, quick acceleration. So you should enjoy that. Very good. Uh, text question before we take a break and look at uh, weather. Texter says, a 2010 Camry, 127,000 miles. Uh, Notice that when I apply my brakes, I have a shake in the steering wheel. More noticeable at lower speeds, like 35, than the higher. Is Could this be a brake issue? Yeah, it probably is a brake issue. You know, the... In order for the brakes to work properly, the brake rotors, which is the part that the brake pad squeezes against, needs to be perfectly flat. And if it's not perfectly flat, if there's high and low spots on that, then the uh, the you'll feel that in the brake pedal, and that's what the shake is that you're feeling. Many years ago, when brake rotors were uh, much heavier and and uh, and so forth, we used to put the brake rotors on a lathe and uh, spin them, cut them, and make them smooth again. Nowadays, brake rotors are made so so thin and, and so close to spec that, uh, and brake pads are so hard, they actually wear into the rotors. And so the rotors, most of the time, uh, are far too thin to machine and turn again. Uh, but at any rate, the rotors can be replaced. They'll probably put new pads in at the same time, and that'll take care of your problem. Very good. Let's take a quick break here. Dan Burns will be with us for about another oh, 15 minutes or so, uh, so stay with us. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here with ASE Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Dan, we have callers and we have texters, and I know our time is somewhat limited. Uh, wish we had more. But let's go to, back to the phones. I think Edna calling in from Apple Valley. Edna, you're on CCO. Good morning. Good morning, guys. I, you'll soon realize I don't know much about cars, but I sure do enjoy listening to your show. Well, thank you. Uh, my PT Cruiser is a 2001, and I only drive it in the summer. And I this year, the battery was dead. This nice guy came out, put in a new battery, and it's hard to get at the battery for me. I don't, And I was scared to hook up a trickle charger, so he put one in. And I, my question is, is it okay to leave it plugged in in the wall and um, it has a red flashing light? And then he, he also put a, a cord out the um, grill so that I can just hook it up. But it, do, should I leave it? Is it okay to leave it plugged into the wall and not plugged into the car until winter? It, it is fine to do that, although know that the the charger is, when it's plugged in, it's into the ready stage, and it is using some power. Um, it doesn't hurt the charger at all, but, uh, but you know, if you're not going to use it for uh, a month or two or, or all summer, 
uh, during that season, I would recommend that you do just unplug it from the wall and, uh, and put it away. Uh, and then just, you know, when you're in the winter, when you do have it plugged in <clears throat> to just unplug it from the car on the rare occasion that you use it, uh, is just fine. Uh, and then just leave it plugged into the wall then. Okay. Very good. Thanks, Edna. Appreciate it. And thanks for your comments too. Uh, here's one, a text, Dan, that'll take you back maybe to your dad's day and maybe earlier, but, uh, this texture says it's a 1964 Ford Fairlane. Uh, took for a drive, turned off the ignition. It kept running. I had to pull the coil wire to shut it off. Should I replace the ignition switch, or what do you think? There's a question. You know, I don't know what's... <clears throat> uh, it, it could certainly be the ignition switch, but I wouldn't just guess on that. Um, it, it For somehow the... Uh, probably on that, it's such a simple system. Probably the the uh, positive wire for the coil is being backfed power, and it's getting that power through somewhere. Uh, it certainly could be that the ignition switch has shorted and is feeding power on that all the time. But there are other options too on on places that that wire could be shorted. So before I just put a, a an ignition switch in. I would do a little bit of diagnostics work on that, which would mean starting at the coil wire, follow that back uh, along the way and see what else is in line with that positive wire on the coil and uh, see if there's some other place that it could be getting power because uh, that's what's keeping it running is that that, that positive wire is getting power. Hmm. Okay. Here's, uh, I think we have time maybe for one or two more. Uh, 2012 Jeep Liberty. Every once in a while, you go to turn the key and nothing happens. You try again, and it usually starts. Had it into the shop for five days, hoping it would do do it for the mechanic. Of course, it did not, so nothing was ever done. I'm a little worried with winter coming on. Do you have any ideas? Well, I haven't heard that specifically, but that uh, that particular vehicle has, has uh, some trouble with their uh, computers sometimes where they uh, get a little finicky, and oftentimes, if you will just if you just want to disconnect the battery, leave it disconnected for ten minutes or so, and and then connect it up again. Uh, all of the computer systems will get rebooted in that process, and sometimes that takes care of those weird phantom things like that. So I would certainly try that and uh, and see if you make some progress. If not, then you, what you did was the right thing uh, to leave it so that they can get it to act up. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know how, how often they tried it or, or what they did to, to be successful to get it to act up. But, um, but that's going to be the right answer is it's just going to take that kind of time. Okay. I think we have time for maybe one more. Um, my 2003, doesn't say what it is has an irritating noise from under the dash that had something to do with the trailer brake controller, which plugs into the module that's buzzing. The noise stops when I brake. Any ideas? Hmm. Well, um, if, it's do, if it's doing that uh, as, part, or as part of the uh, brake controller, I would say that's not normal. Uh, you shouldn't hear that uh, oh, when by the way, doing the, that. Man, it's an F two fifty two thousand three. Just as you caught up. <laughs> okay, I, w- I was assuming it was a truck. The fact that it had uh, had electric brakes, but or uh, you know brakes as part of the trailering. But but at any rate, 
um, yeah, you probably should bring that in and have that checked to find out if there's something going on in that module that's causing that. I assume that you want to have the electric brakes uh, for trailer brakes uh, capable of working. And so, uh, so it might mean, might mean that that module needs to be replaced. Okay. Dan, we have to run, I'm sorry to say. Uh, let's uh, do this again next week, and we'll catch up on things. We'll uh, grab a couple of more text messages and some call, phone calls as well. How do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's? Well, you can uh, give us a call. Our, we'll be here today. Our phone number is 651-228-1316. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or come on over. We're at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria on Grand Avenue, and uh, we'd be glad to see you. Absolutely. Well, Dan, have a good day. Have a good week, and let's catch up uh, on all of this car stuff next week. Sounds good. Thanks, Danny. All right. Thank you, Dan. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive, again, on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 